Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We are the masters of the PSA. That's right. Remember our very successful campaign for Choose Cruise with Shoes. Do you remember Give Her Her Bag? Mm-hmm. From season 13, we do this. Yes, we raise awareness for all the sexy, yet shoeless pit crew members spanning 14 seasons, six all-star seasons, Christmas specials, and international franchisees too. Were there really never any shoes for the crews to choose? Or even to wear. Well, for zero payments of absolutely no doll hairs, you can listen to this podcast twice, each week as we discuss which first-off queens need the most saving. But I digress. Dissect and disseminate, in fact. <laughs> it's time for another touching, serious episode of Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. It was September of 2013, when a global superstar who couldn't be tamed would change the world and the landscape of pop music and culture would be shattered by a wrecking ball, never to be the same again. Enter... Bangers. It's the album that marked the reinvention and meteoric rise of Miley Cyrus, and this February, it will be brought to life by Divatronic. From the groundbreaking team behind such hit stage shows as Justice for Art Pop, Alaska Joanne, and Blackout, continuing their tradition of dance, drag, and diva worship at the queer-owned and operated $3 bill. Sunday, February 27th, 2022, Divatronic proudly presents Bangers. Starring me, Alaska Thunderfuck, and directed by Nick Laughlin. Join us for an all-new stage show featuring dancers, drag performers, live vocalists, special guests, and more as we bring to life this amazing album like you've never seen it before. This event requires proof of full vaccination and requests that all guests can't stop and won't stop. February 27th. Get tickets while they last by visiting $3BillBK.com or by using the link in my Instagram bio. See you Forever. Dog. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. Oh, Carol. <laughs> a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello. Uh, I'm Willem Plus. Oh, Willem Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm um, getting into. Wait, 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 wait baby, what? hold up. Before you want a podcast, what? let me get this straight. Wait, what? So 
You've oh God, been is... philandering, <gasps> philanderish, all, the, I... all over on the pit stop. Don't think I didn't see you. Oh, you see... had a blonde wig on. I know oh. it was you. I can explain. You... What? What, bitch? Uh... You don't love me no more? You don't love me. <laughs> you know. You didn't I say am... JK. I am prepared to give, you know, just lukewarm, you know, secondhand opinions since everyone already knows my opinions. Oh, you want to be uh, from the pit stop? Okay, of course, pit stop, Pauline. Mm. Well, as you know, and as your children will someday know, Mm. I used to be the host of the pit stop. Gall darn it! I've been wanting to get back on the pit stop for so long. They kept asking. I it kept not working out with the schedule or whatever. I kept having a hard out or something, but this time it worked out. Monet Exchange is so lovely and so incredible as the hostess. Mm-hmm. I loved. I had a really good time. But you know what? I was thinking of you the whole time. Oh, were you? Did you. you hold me close to your heart? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, um. The thing is with the pit stop, I love it. It's lovely. It's it's a short ass fucking thing though. And Yeah, the chairs so- are too short for your feet. I've seen it. Okay. Y'all can't sit right. They can't get they can't get furniture for drag queens. Excuse me. I was sitting pr- pretty. I was sitting Violet Tchotchke-esque the whole I mean, last time. You were perched, but it didn't look comfortable or suitable. I have cramps from sitting in that Violet Tchotchke pose. I have cramps from watching. Well, the thing is about the pit stop is that it's edited down severely. And so, so many of the bits that like Monet and I were getting into and really fucking laughing and cracking up the whole crew, so many of those just don't work in that format. So like, I'm really glad to be back on a podcast that is four hours long uh, because... Today. Because, well, we're already into segment one, and, but that's what I love about this format is we get to really speak our minds. We get to keep in all of the shit that we fucking bring up, uh, whether it's good or not. (laughs) Well, not only whether it's good or not, whether it's like the truth or not, because we don't have a network going, oh, you can't say that. Because yes. we're, we can actually, we're our own bosses and we can actually say what we think. We don't have to be censored. Yes. Which is very I nice. have to say what I feel. <laughs> Miami is so nice. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what happened on the last episode of The Golden Girls? Oh, okay. Um, on the last episode of Golden Palace, um, B said, <laughs> fuck this. No, uh, the dolls. Fuck you hoes, I'm out of here. <laughs> the dolls last week flexed their acting chops to create attention-grabbing super teases in two teams led by Willow and Maddie. And on the main stage, Rue asked for Night of a Thousand J Lo's, and mm-hmm. Carrie Colby wore a J Lo dress. So they're like, "Okay, you're gonna lip sync against she Alyssa because we want to see this dress." And Alyssa, you're sparkly, so you're gonna go home. Um, Angeria won. Carrie won the lip sync, and Alyssa um, went back to Puerto Rico. Yes. Uh, and we get a, a mirror message as the queens come in after the lip sync. Carrie Colby's like, oh, my God, I can breathe finally. But the mirror message says, believe in yourself, perras. Love your Latina queen. Mm-hmm. Always classy, always lovely. I have a feeling <laughs> we haven't seen the last of Miss Alyssa Hunter. I think she's such a strong queen and and such a lady and so lovely. Girl, these Puerto Rican girls are keeping Joshua Ponte in business, honey. Uh, wait, who's that? 
He's the one that does all the Miss Universe outfits and all the oh. gorgeous girls on Drag Race when he does like the reveal outfits and things. Ooh, yes. Big old dick too. Um, Cornbread says, Willy Wonka didn't pop up out of nowhere. The chocolate bar sent the girl packing. So yeah. there is still a gold ticket in play, but I don't know after, after what happens next. Well, we'll get to it. But I'm thinking this golden ticket thing is definitely rigged, like you said, because once they took out that part about... I'm starting to have my (laughs) doubts about the chocolate bar beat. I mean, I I really am starting to think it might be inauthentic, but we'll get to it. You know, I thought that they were going to serve a fusilli, but I think it's a rig, a Tony. Um, Because now that the next day in the workroom... That Cornbread's not there and the girls are like, oh my God, Cornbread's not here. This takes out all reasonable doubt. This leaves production to be able to do whatever they wanted because when those girls got those chocolate bars, they could have peeked in and seen gold if they wanted to, you know. But now the Cornbread... I see gold. Gold. I'm not going home on drag race. Okay. No. Yes. No, completely. I... Uh, let's let's get let's get to it. First of all, Carrie's like, y'all want scary Carrie? Well, I'm gonna give it to you, Mama, girl. And then I'm by the end of the episode, you scary Carrie was just let me overline my lips a little. <laughs> that <laughs> my was- name is Scary Carrie. I'm so <laughs> scary. I'm not mad. It's beautiful. Um, Bosco wants to push herself harder and get a win, and her saying yes. that in the beginning of the episode makes me think either she's gonna win or go home. Um, yes. And Cornbread is beating herself up for falling into the bottom. She did not think that she would be there. For sure. But that flat-ass wig probably was like, no, girl, we're going to be in the bottom. Um, uh, Right. Um, uh, Lady Camden also feeling the pressure that she hasn't won a main challenge yet. Mm-hmm. But the next day, um, Jasmine's ready for a hootenanny and a holler. Um, uh, and, uh, and then the first acting challenge, the first real acting challenge of the season with these girls. Wait, where did, where's, where's Cornbread? Where's Cornbread? Girl, Wait, I is don't... she not here? Wait, y'all wrote, y'all, okay, first of all, first of all, whore, uh, first of <laughs> all, you congregate in the hotel and eat breakfast in the hallway. Yeah. At least we did back in the, you know... Then the van you ride. All get in a van together and drive to the studio. Usually, usually the two hotel. vans, but like they leave at the same time. Everybody sees each other. Yes. Then you sit in an office room for about an hour while you, while sound comes and puts your microphones on. At any point, I guess none of the girls noticed that cornbread was missing. That the and biggest then, bitch in the room was gone. And, and the and the loudest. And then. You all wait in line outside the workroom until they say, okay, go on in. Who's During after cornbread? none of that, no one noticed that no. cornbread was a miss. Girl. Sorry. I, I just think, I, I think that's funny. Me too. I think it's, um, it's just hilarious. Uh, Rue comes into the workroom, though, to explain everything. And she puts on, she says, you know what? I'll just play this girls, video. Girls, we have to have a talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, it was very that. Type yeah, of vibe. She, they play the video of Miss Bread, uh, which I believe is one of your titles, Miss Bread. <laughs> Miss Bread 2020. <laughs> uh, Miss Cornbread says that she rolled her ankle during the acting challenge and she won't be returning um, because she has to stay off it for six to eight weeks, according to doctor's orders. Mm-hmm. 
Um, everybody's gobsmacked. She she says things to three this different girls. Right. I don't know if she said things to all the girls and they just chose these three to air, but Willow's really heartbroken. She's like tearing up because they were like Judy's. And um, Rue also says that Cornbread did not have the golden ticket in her chocolate bar. <laughs> So it's like I love I love the afterthought of RuPaul being like, and in case you were wondering, cornbread did not have the gold bar. Oh, like, okay. What like a chocolate bar would be safe around cornbread anyway, <laughs> girl? Because if she had had the gold bar, it would have thrown off the entire trajectory of the entire season. So I'm glad that by chance she didn't have it. <laughs> well, I hope that. I hope for a second chance with Cornbread on season 15. Oh, yeah, please. She'll come back. Um, Daya She'll Eureka is, that shit. Honey, they, they love to do that. They love it. Why don't we take a break? Cuckoo, merci beaucoup. <laughs> I'm French. I'm French-Canadian, everyone. Lean into it. A dragonfly. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and a business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If I had to lip sync, I would be ready to do so. Do you think ready to do so has become a thing? Ready to do so? I like ready to wear, not ready to do so. (laughs) 
Ready to do so is when you are prepared with a tearaway or a surprise under your fucking outfit for for the chance that you end up in a lip sync. A ready to do so. A ready to do so. So is that what you wear under? Yes. What do you have under under that reveal coat? A ready to do so? <laughs> yeah, I just have a little ready to do so in there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, well, the girls don't have ready to do so's on yet. They're... <laughs> They're but they're ready to do something. In they're this ready mini to do challenge. something. This mini challenge is <sighs> called um, uh, <laughs> "Fuck the Pit Crew" with balloons. It's uh, the the girls have to get balloons, which are categorized yes. with three fillings of confetti. We got a blue, an orange, and a green. Yes, and they have to put them near the rear of the pit crew while yes. bent over prostrate, prostrate, something. yeah, prostrate, and they got to pop the balloon. And touch some the prostate. Honey, some of these girls, this is their first time in that area of the of the mall. Usually they're in the front of the mall, not the back of the mall. Mm, yeah. They're they're tying the balloons to, to the to Bruno. And then Bosco reaches around ever so slightly and grabs his belly. What privilege, honey. What privilege? This is so erotic. Jasmine Kennedy, I mean, she didn't last long. It was just a quick pop. But booty, I mean, well, we've all been there. Um, this, a preemie, my, like poetic justice. My favorite part of this is the fact that we get to see the back of the pit crew because usually you don't get to see the like their their back side unless they're like walking by or carrying something. This is like they're like, hey, we have asses too, just in case you are wondering. And I girl. Love that. Bruno thrust his ass back upon Deja Sky so hard because Deja couldn't get it to pop that Deja was almost ejected from the workroom. (laughs) What a way to go. She was thrown back. I mean, and then Maddie trying to top Bryce. He's... Two straight men. Fucking in the night. His eyes are closed. He's like, oh! Two straight men. What is it, Sean Cody? Maddie literally looks like he's... His face looks as enjoyable as Tim Robbins digging through the shit tunnel in Shawshank. It's all in good fun. Of course, Georges is having a little trouble. Uh, I think well, it's she's the height five difference. Two. Right, it's the height difference. It's, it's the weight distribution. But you know... This the- is like Bolivia against Brazil. <laughs> literally, because di- Bruno's Brazilian. Right. The trick to her success is she she goes ass to ass. She uses mm-hmm. her ass, and that, yes. you know, and that's a trick that's great at parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ass to ass. We love a good old fuck challenge. At least the girls aren't like hitting things with fake rubber balls. Honey, bring back this mini challenge every season, every episode. Mm. Why I, not? I'm I here for just, it. It was very suggestive. I can't believe they got it past the censors. It's because they're Emmy Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, Orion and Angeria get to do a little DP for the last up for the both of them. They go pop, pop. And then um, DP stands for double pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever been double popped, sis? <laughs> girl, it, girl, you can't even. Go, no, girl, no. And Angeria is like, she's like biting her bottom lip and putting her hands on her hips and really getting in there. She really, girl? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how they do it down south. 
That's what they do. Oh, God. Bruno's <laughs> trapezoids. Honey, he's got the shoulders of a sphinx, baby. What Ugh. is going on? on the, are we doing some, Are we doing a podcast? Or I just want to look at Bruno more. What is more. going on? I don't even know where I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll, I'll recap. The orange teams that got the orange confetti are Deja Oh, yeah. Carey. This was all a conceit to choose teams. Honey, we all forgot about the fucking teams and the glitter and the color of the confetti. No one was paying attention to the color of the confetti. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color for the first team is Georgia, Sakuria, Akiria, Angeria, maybe? Oh, yeah, sorry. Akiria, uh, Angeria, Chanel, we... Davenport, Paris, Van Michaels, Van Wales. Van, you know. Van McMorgan Michaels. <laughs> yes, um, I Yeah, we can't just use these old outlines anymore. We need to use <laughs> ones for Well, the, the orange team is Deja, Deja, Carrie. Angeria and Georges. Yes. Miss Green team is Lady Calm Down, Diabetti, and Bosco. Yeah. And the purple team is Maddie, Willow Pill, Jasmine Kennedy, and Orion. Yes. Um, and I then get- we get some special guests walking up into the workroom. Mm-hmm. Ms. Ooh. Tempest DiGiorno, James yeah. Mansfeld, and Kamora Hall. Yeah. First off, Divas returning to the competition. Tempest is wearing Dia's same blouse from confessional Do, what are the now, chances what are the chances that all of these first off eliminated queens would be there randomly maybe it's because they were filming a first off season <gasps> conjecture no 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 i'm not kind of conjecture i have the truth on my Come side on. i have the truth on my side don't you this shake your head at be me. So, how long did it take to film the season? <laughs> Two weeks? No, they did it during Ten lunch. Days. They did Ten it during days. lunch. <laughs> the whole thing during lunch. But mark my words, we're going to be coming back to this day in February when I first revealed it that it is happening. The first off season. I mean, the fans have been clamoring for that for so long. And so, I mean, hey, I welcome that. The challenge for the girls with Tempest, James, and Kimora is to make a PSA for the Save a Queen Foundation. And this is to raise awareness for first eliminated queens who feel overlooked and underrepresented. Uh, the script must be personality-driven, rhyming parody. <laughs> Rememberized, yeah. Uh, the script must be rhyming and personality-driven, which just feels like, oh, it's, you know, it's too easy to just do a PSA. Let's make them rhyme it. That's what I thought, too. I was like, they must have, like, run a test of it, and they were like, yeah, it's kind of too easy. Let's make them rhyme. But I, I'm i glad that they did, because it turns it into, like, kind of a nursery rhyme, kind of yeah. mother goose kind Every, of thing. Everything's better in a couplet on the ears, and um, a little bit of alliteration or rhyming is, is always helpful to make this terrible acting and writing go down. Um, right. It's a writing challenge, for sure. Bosco, um, or Boscoco is um, saying that's the skits. Basoko. Basoko! Basoko! Basoko says that the skits need to be fun, but dripping with serenity. I'm dripping. Sincerity? Sincerity? Oh, oh, okay. Serenity? I'm dripping Girl, with this serenity. Outline, this outline needs a serenity prayer, honey. <laughs> <laughs> because we cannot, uh, God grant me the courage to something, the, something. The strength to, to accept the words I cannot spell. <laughs> To paraphrase the sentences I cannot complete and to know the difference. Shit. Um, um, Ca- Carrie yeah. is saying that once she gets a full grasp of what the challenge is, she said, it's like that commercial with the shaky leg of doll. 
<laughs> I love her. Me too. A She's dragonfly. A she dragonfly. Television gold. Um, Tempest she, is uh, really taking the reins here. and She's a she's, professor. I get it. She's like, you know. She has kids. She's like, kids gather around. This is what we're doing today. Okay. Uh, and she explains to them, this is what I'm most known for from my one episode of Drag Race. This is what the fans have sort of taken hold of. Um, which I love. Um, James is the villain of the episode as she's self-proclaimed. She's She's proudly taking the villain edit this episode. And she says, do you need help packing, queen? Yeah, she's not very confident in um, Orion's contribution to the teams. Um, and she it's one of those things where she says something, Orion says something, and then James is like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but- and can we also take a second, because Tempest looks... Great. She looks well rested and just do you think she got like a lift or something? Like she looks her face is looking gorgeous. Like better than on her original season. I don't know. Maybe it's um like uh water and antioxidants. Antioxidant. I I she I on the am, next season is she on the first off season? No, I am. Um, sad to report that one of her birds just died. Not the one she got back. I don't think she got that bird back. Did you see Alaska on the pit stop when they brought up Tempest? Alaska was like, and her bird got stolen, and Monet was like, <laughs> "What? Okay." <laughs> See, they left that in. <laughs> well, some some people some people are drag race fans and some people are drag fans. Wow. There the bird sound effect finally makes sense. We've been building it up mm-hmm. for this long mm-hmm. for this very reason. What do you think of Maddie and Willow? They're pitching um, most of the ideas on this team. And Maddie seems to be like a little idea powerhouse uh, with last week's episode and this week. Maddie has a sense of humor. I mean, clearly yeah. from her tweets and clearly from wi- her drag, honey. Oh my god! And Willow clearly also has such a point of view and such an offbeat way of looking at things. So yeah, they're the idea girls for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, RuPaul comes through for a little, you know, chit chat, a little table chat. Uh huh. RuPaul is goddamn rude to Kamora. She says, "Okay, now say it, say it like you you were supposed to say it on the show." And Kamora says it wrong again. And then Ru's like, <laughs> "You're terrible." Literally laughing in the girl's face. Yeah. Like, it's well, so she, funny you're back here. You're not qualified at all. <laughs> she still didn't say it right, though. I know, she didn't. Lady Camden uh, gets asked a question and answers the question in the form of the exact same statement that the question was. Yeah, she's honestly went to the RuPaul School of Delivery because this quest, this thing that RuPaul says about, like, well, you really have to have a feeling and be sincere about it. And what is that feeling for you? And Lady Camden says, well, I'm just going to act because this is an acting challenge. And then Ru's like, okay, but you need that feeling. It's, yeah. it, it feels very formulaic. Like RuPaul could have said that to anybody in any walk around and <laughs> in any season and they could have cut it in and it would have worked. No, my favorite thing that RuPaul does is like, she's just pressing Orion. She's like, She's she basically could be saying like you are going home today and so I'm rapid fire asking you questions to make you uncomfortable. One of the questions is so have you ever done anything like this before? Who 
has written a Mother Goose nursery rhyme about a queen who went off first on Drag Race in the form of a PSA, Sarah McLaughlin-style production. Have you done that before? No. Oh, so you've never done anything like this before. Wow. Play the shade rattle. She's in the bottom. (laughs) We'll have to see how this goes. Who's done anything like this before? You've got a lot of work ahead of you. You've got a lot of work to do. I'm going to leave you to it. Huh. Doesn't look good for you. Uh, Georges is also having um, uh, a moment, it seems just, like, where I'm just going to be ditzier and cutesier. Yeah. It's, That's what we're going to do this episode. It's it's a moment where you're like, wait, why? She's so big personality-wise. Why is she nervous about this? And some girls, when it comes to a script or anything deliverable mm-hmm. like that, it just becomes a different part of their brain and it's not their forte. But for um, sure. Georges tells Rue that she's going to be ditzier and cutesier. <laughs> and this feels like the very much. Doll. But she's not the ditzy doll. She's not, and she's not the pastel princess. Um, <laughs> this just feels like very like when Rue was asking Candy something and Candy was just like, I love it. Yes. Very that. It's, it's, it's Except good for. Except RuPaul's not amused. Not at all. <laughs> at all. Please. She's like, this. oh, cool. Well, that wasn't amusing. I'm going to put you in the bottom with that onion girl. Is that the cool? Onion girl, not the onion. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break and then we'll get to the green screen. <laughs> yes, then we're we have things be. to say. I'm the ditzy doll. I'm just gonna be ditzy and cutesy. Let's go on a break and we'll be ditzy and cutesy when we come back. More ditzy, more cutesy. Is that okay? It is. I mean, as long as Michelle's okay with it, not that she has her DGA card. She finally admits that she's not a director. She's just a supportive <laughs> second pair of eyes. Supportive? Okay. <laughs> she um, is. She's not the director. Bosco's the fucking director. I Bosco's mean, doing it. She's running the show. She's the unit. She's the UPM. She's the second AD. She's doing it all. Before um, we move on, I have a question. Is prostitution a business? Yes. yes. Okay. Because RuPaul said to James Mansfield as a joke, is prostitution a business now? Honey, prostitution has always been a business. Prostitution is a business. Prostitution is a legitimate business. If I wanted to be in an illegitimate business, I could. But However, I choose prostitution as a legitimate business because I am that kind of girl. Prostitution chose me. Um, absolutely. Um, uh, George's, Which team would you want to be on right now? Uh, well, I'm obsessed with James Mansfield, so I would want to do anything with her. I would, I would bend over backwards to get her on her team, for sure. Okay. Um, I, I just really want to work with, uh, Carrie Colby. Yes. And honestly, um, I think that she's just so entertaining when she's just talking shit on set. And her in the that Kiki askew so wig, that that wig playing auntie. She's like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna show variety, and I'm gonna be ugly. So I'm gonna wear glasses, and I'm going to turn this wig one inch to the side because <laughs> that's I that's the craziest thing I can think of. I mean, if she put it on straight, it would just be editorial fashion beauty. I know, and but it's hard little... for her not to be that because she yeah. just is that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Team Kimura is doing pretty well. Daya's funny. 
boss. I think the good thing about Team Kimura is that there's only three people there, and there's less opportunities for anyone to be a fuck up. Um. Yes, completely. And Bosco is taking the reins as director, and I really she's really getting the Honey. most out of Kimura on the set. And I think it really made their commercial what it was. Grabbing the bull by the horn. She's a Montana girl, honey. She does it. For sure. Uh, Team James, they're all wearing Weather Woman outfits, except for Orion, who's in a housewife jumpsuit, which is, who's, who calls it questionable? Which one of the other hoes? Because that's hilarious. Questionable. Jasmine. Oh, it was Jasmine. It was, it Jasmine. was Jasmine. Jasmine speaks the truth. Jasmine is the oracle this week. The, um, the jumpsuit was questionable. There were various other punctuation marks that could have been after it, too. I saw the jumpsuit, and it was questionable. I'm feeling entertained. It's just when you're on a team, you want to all look like you're going to the same party or the same place, and Orion doesn't right now. And it just makes her stick out, and it does her a disservice. For Um, sure. Why the fuck did they turn down Lady Camden's microphone and then tell her to speak up? She was speaking in a normal tone, but they ducked down the audio so low that it was hard to hear. But then Michelle's like, we just need you to speak up more. Turn up her fucking mic. She was speaking normal. I mean, British people, that's what they do. They're talking to little tiny teacups. Hello, welcome back to Race Chaser with Alaska in the Loom. We are speaking about Queen's Drake Rice. I'm Australian. I'm not from the UK. No, not at all. No. No. Um, On Team Tempest, (laughs) Team Tempest is having problems. Georges can't um, get her line delivery to the music. Do you know what Georges was doing? Georges was doing Rebecca Glasscock's rap from season one of Shagrace. If you want to look fierce. Too many words. Jamming into the small amount. And then, yeah, no, that's what happened. Baby, Georgia's tried to put a whole fucking thesaurus in her verse. She did. And it did not work. There were so many words. Um, but <laughs> it, it, I don't want to give anything away. Yes, I can't wait. And also I have to give an honorable mention to Maddie Morphosis who gets gets off some really takes direction really well and gets off a, a couple of really funny lines in rehearsal uh here that we don't I think see in the final edit, but okay. Did um, the team uh, Orion's team actually thinks that Orion is acting stoned or actually could be stoned. Were any of the girls on All-Stars medicated? I wish I was. <laughs> um, I would have been in a better mood. I don't think so. I don't think it was. Not that I can. Not that's coming to mind to me mm. right now. Um, what comes to mind when Jasmine does her inflection is like um, Jasmine's doing her little couplets. And it's very like um, theme park reenactor. <laughs> That's what it's giving me. Like stilted and halted. It's like. Right. Yeah. And once you get into that rhythm, it's hard to break break out of it. And that blush. So much rouge. 
I so can't wait. Much. I said I love this it. on the pit stop and I'll say it again. I cannot wait for Jasmine Kennedy to start painting like no, no makeup. Nude. Just a She's little. She's going to do it. Wet, slick hair. Because not. Once not... she buys a lip, she's going to start doing that. You know it. Right. Most drag queens can't lip, pull bottom. that off. But she, I I really believe, could pull off wearing. Oh, my God. She could do that very sparse, None. clean, wet, shiny shit mm-hmm. and look fucking fabulous. So that is my challenge to you, Jasmine Kennedy. I'll, I'll, I follow you on social media. I can't wait to see it. She gives me like Denise Richards wet in the wild things ad. Gorgeous. Like very like just like bones and face. Bones, She's so pretty. Face, teeth, editorial teeth. Bones, face, teeth. <laughs> these are my bones, <laughs> Diane. Uh, also, these James are my Mansfield bones? is doing fucking front rolls and somersaults and shit. Can Good. we? Just... Can we? Can we? Yeah, we can, but do we have to? No. We weren't first off. We don't have to roll on the ground. I used to do some results all the time, but I, now I hurt myself when I do it. So I don't do it anymore. <laughs> okay, Johnny Cash, you hurt yourself. I wake um, up the next day and I'm like, ooh. You're like, oh, um, maybe I did get DP'd. Anyway, Dipper's trying to get us desperately to move on. He's like, well, y'all whores need no, to fucking move I'm enjoying it. myself. Oh, oh, she's no. enjoying her. talking <laughs> talking about um talking about Akira and Serenity and Basoko. <laughs> Akira and Serenity. Wow, season fifteen. The names are already leaked. Yeah. Um. So the next day, the girls are in the mirror doing their mirror thing, and um, Georgia's is sitting between the Lady Camden Bosco Dia uh, circle, and she's like saying, oh, wow, it sounds like all these girls are really confident and, like, they did well. The whole team is happy. We all did and- great. We were just ditzy and cutesy. We all did good. <laughs> and Georgia's is like, somebody's <laughs> lying because, like, no, I didn't do good, so they couldn't have. That's what right. it feels like. Um, Maddie feels good about her performance. Mm-hmm. Jasmine is painting hard because she thinks she might be up for elimination. <laughs> um, and Orion actually thinks that this might be her week for the win. Yeah. Well... I look forward to seeing how it turns out. I mean, opposite day used to be a thing in school, but as grownups, we haven't had it much. (laughs) We get a little bit of story from uh, Georgia Cena, um, Mm -hmm. who explains that she started Pride at age 16. She got a booking and she was like, I don't know, some of the girls, it felt like they didn't want me to be in the show. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. We they did didn't. It. Girl, this is what happens. Dolly the Levi did it to me. Year old skin. <laughs> Who is this little young strumpet? <laughs> She's on the floor. <laughs> she splits. Um, yeah, this this is very that. Grown-up dolls are protective of their spaces. They don't want to pool their tips any more than they have to. Um, right. and Georgia's talking about, oh, well, I started drag when I was like five, dancing around <laughs> in the mirrors and putting towels on my head and just doing drag yeah. things. And then I went to a pride and I was like, oh, I need to be on that stage. And then I performed and they loved me and I've been working ever since. Now I'm like 19. <laughs> and I'm a like, drag race. Yeah. And I look perfect. I'm, I'm on cast at one of the best bars in the nation. Yes. Um, it it's is. very, it's very that. And it's, um, it's nice that we're seeing her story. Um, a yeah. little bit more, not just cutesy and ditzier. <laughs> right. Um, we also get a beat about Willow, um, uh, her relationship with her family. She reveals that she has a kidney from her brother. 
Uh, she's only 26, but she I feels like... I have a hair like, tie from my sister. I mean... Oh, my God. It's what siblings uh, do. She feels like her body is in decline, and it gets her down sometimes. And this is just... I mean, what a fucking... Goddamn. I, I just... I can't imagine, and I just applaud her for being, like, so fucking fierce and, like, strong and fucking good. And, yeah. I mean, just... I applaud her. I salute. I salute you, Willow Pill. A deep salute to Miss Willow Pill. Um, like having all these great ideas and seeing everything that she's been doing now and then realizing that like, you know, her body's betraying her. Right. Like, that's how I feel when I'm like, oh, good, the water's clear. And then I'm like, why is it brown again? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like not being in control of your own body is the hardest thing in the world and having to be creative about it and be on a platform at the same time. With yeah. all these cameras, like God bless you, Willow. I feel like that her illness has really helped her push herself even more to say she's got to leave her stamp on the world. She doesn't yeah. want to be forgotten. She wants to write her own history, and I love that. Very Hamilton. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, we salute you. And another salute on the main stage, RuPaul. Oh, honey, giving salute, us, salute. honey. You wanted a gown? Make Drag, it baby. see-through. Make it metallic lace floral. I love this. Me I might too. steal I, this from DragCon, actually. I do wish that the the supporting undergarments, the corset, and the panty and the bra were all the same color. Because right now you got a nude panty. Or you got a black panty, black corset, nude bra. And I feel like that all needed to be nude or all black, one or the other. I don't see you walking children in nature. Yeah, because cops stop you and be like, what are you doing with that kid in the woods? (laughs) I also want to applaud the mug. I don't think we applaud Raven's makeup work enough. It's not just the same stamp either each time. It's varied and different and there's so much dimension and depth and she just looks fucking amazing. The hair is really beautiful. The, I love this gown. The hair um, feels the hair feels kind of <laughs> The hair is not an event. That is, all. that no. is just that is newscaster hair, honey. Well, sometimes I like RuPaul in a good old normal ass RuPaul wig. It doesn't look okay. like it was hung upside down. It looks like Christmas ornament hair. Well, uh, Michelle's hair is better than Rue's this week. I'll just leave it at that. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. Oh god. Michelle does look great. She's in red. Lady in red. She sees uh, red. Sally Jesse Raphael. She's seeing red. Uh, Ross Matthews bought the gold glitter jumper jacket from the store that's next to Mickey's uh, on Santa Monica <laughs> Boulevard. I have one too. I'm Showtime. I love reading. I just know where it comes from. Yeah. And also Ava Max is there. Anyway, uh, what? what a, wait a second though. Do we hate? Why does everyone hate on Ava Max? Do people hate on Ava Max? The dumb haircut, I think. <laughs> See what I mean? Just the, the, the one what thing What did that, she ever do to anybody? Um, yeah, the dumb haircut. That's a I, wig. Yeah, but all of her wigs wig. are, are cut like that. All of them. And you have a problem with that? Is, is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> Let's talk about these dolls. Girl, it's one thing to have an asymmetrical bus driver swoop like my Madame Laqueer or something. 
who I'm working with, a fat slut with the you OG all. ankle injury, mind you. Honey, OG, OG Tina. Yes. Um, but to have that, just a chop and then a long, no, 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 baby. Girl, you got the chop. You got the chop. You got the chop. <laughs> if you get the chop on just one side of your wig. Why don't uh, we talk about these runways? Because there are some really great ones. First up is Georgia Stina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this. Beautiful. Baby, she looks like she should be sitting on top of like uh, a tea platter with beautiful finger sandwiches and edible yes. orchids. She's like a lovely little confection of spring. Yes. And, uh, you know, it reads spring. She looks she looks youthful. She looks vibrant. She looks beautiful. I love the feathers, Joan. There's only uh, one thing that I could say would improve that, and that's if her feet um, had toes. Oh, you don't like web-footed duck. Yeah, I feel like she. I feel like the toes are may not be visible. Oh no, okay. no, no! The tight stops. The tight stops at like the the right after the heel. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. So she does have toes. She does have toes, but. Well, Courtney Act opened the doors for webbed-footed queens. <laughs> Carrie Colby um, looks like a paper mache project. Um, Rita Repulsa is quaking because this feels like a, a design challenge mini workroom construction. Make my monster grow. <laughs> it's buddies attack. This is so Rita Repulsa. It's wackadoodle city. Yeah, well, uh, I got a note. I got a piece of intel. I got a note from the designer. Who? From the designer. Let me Helen pull it Keller? up. <laughs> That's enough. That is enough. Is it? This is yeah, from. Yeah, she's got way more than enough on. This is from Manfredonia.us on Instagram, who did the original conception and design of this. However, there were some changes that had to be made at the last minute because the client wanted to change things. Um, (laughs) uh, Which... um, Client telling. It was originally meant to be a bouquet of flowers. Did you get that? Only Um, now. Only now that I'm watching it back several times, the, the bottom of the dress from the waist down is ugly. The bow on the back is pretty from the waist up is architectural and fun as an idea, but it doesn't go with the bottom. That bow in the back is sad. It needs to be fluffier. Uh, I love the face. I love the headpiece. There's a lot of good things in this outfit. It's just that none of them go together or are completely like completely a hundred percent there. Like these flowers should be stoned and glitter and like spraying water or doing something. And why are there water lilies on a dress? I don't see any water or pads. Like she looks beautiful and I'm loving her. And I really, She's obviously in my head a, a top three girl. Like all the girls yes, that, that Cornbread but... gave messages to in my head, top three. Plus maybe uh, some Georgias. Sure. So, so like um, this, this I'm going to let her slide on it because she's beautiful and lovely. But like it's ugly boots. I like the Like I wouldn't let down. these boots inside like the, the house. Down. I'd leave them on the porch. Well. I like the waist down. However, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, with the top. Right, it's disjointed because there's flowers on the green thing on the bottom, which takes it away from the idea that she's a flower it's bouquet, a which was the yeah. original inception. Um, well, they said, Carrie Colby, get weird. And she said, okay, honey. This is her version of Evie Oddly. Okay. Belts, bitch. <laughs> um, uh, why don't we see who's next on Bring It to the 
Break, break, run, bring, 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 run, 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 way, way, on your catwalk, everywhere you go, everybody knows. This outfit on Angeria Van Paris McMichaels feels very, um, like we've seen this before. It's the color story of Lovely Day that Michelle um, Visage did in the 90s. Yes. Speak rapping. Yeah, it's, it's, um, there's... It's a fit thing. It's weird. The bust, which I didn't notice on my first watching of this. And the bodice. Right. The bust and the bodice could have been fitted a little bit better. I love the bottom half, though. What we're trying to say is the bodice is busted. (laughs) And the bottom half, honestly, where the flowers start and how they... I feel like if the flowers got... If she used larger size flowers towards the bottom, how you would with Mm. like a sequin dress that has bigger paillettes towards the bottom, this would have been way more successful because it just looks like a lot of Michael's flowers on a train. But at least it's fine. I mean, I would tip her. I'd give her a tip to get a better designer. Oh my God. Okay. She looks beautiful. Next. The dress isn't beautiful. Next up. Pastel princess. It's everybody's pastels princess, Miss Deja Sky. She's the cutesy, the ditzy Deja Sky. Honey, pants, pants, pants on the runway. Yes. She and loves this- a pant. She loves uh, She loves an abundance of fabric. Mm-hmm. She, this pleating, this belted. She loves a sleeve. This girl loves, if there's a sleeve girl, Deja's a sleeve girl. <laughs> She's done many a puff sleeve. Uh, yes. She loves a shoulder moment. This editorial Honey. Vuitton bunny um, visor thing. Don't sleeve she, me this way. Mm-hmm. She loves this mauvey, purpley, grayish hair moment, too. She does that a lot. She does. She's the pastel princess. She's the fucking pastel fucking princess. Well, she does. For sure. um, Maddie Morphosis. I have to tell you, I hosted a Mickey's viewing party of this episode. And I have to report, the room went up when this came down the runway. For this Wish.com fringe dress? Really? Now, now, now. After what? After after what Chantel DeMarco did at Continental? Well, we have to speak about, we have to speak about Chantel DeMarco. Because as soon as I saw this, I thought, oh, she's ripping off Chantel DeMarco. And not well. Not, not, not even better. Where, where's the stones? Like, this is just, like, it's giving me, like, Halloween. Like, not bad Halloween, but, like, you're ripping off a girl that won Continental and looks amazing doing the same thing, and you're not doing it as well, or at least differently. I'm just not feeling it. Chantel DeMarco didn't have the beads over her face. Yeah, because why would you cover that? (laughs) Maddie needs the beads over her face. (laughs) And Chantel DeMarco tears away her her. Uh, raindrop dress because to be she's in a professional, perfectly elegant, tiny little thing. I didn't the know J-Lo this was a reference. Thing. I didn't know this was a reference to Chantel DeMarco until it, I saw it on Instagram. I, you know what? It may not have been a reference. Okay. Well, next up we have boy, venomous lips, poison lipstick, poison rosebud, and a little bit of boy nipple. Uh, Which they don't blur. Well, how do they choose what nipples to blur and what nipples to not blur? It's very showgirl. It's very, it's very, um, 
It's very showgirl. It's very drag showgirl. It's very Alyssa Edwards. It looks like a Joshua Ponte without the back piece that the Miss Universe girl would be wearing. OT. Because it's beautiful. It's decorated. It's lovely. Jasmine made it herself. She's got rings over gloves and bracelets and earrings and earrings in her hair. She looks beautiful. Um, is it spring? Where and how and why? Oh, you're not getting spring. It's I mean, giving it's me grass. Christmas hooker. No, it's Christmas hooker, honey. I wear grass underwear. I don't know about this. Grass. Is Maddie's um, giving me spring, though, too? I mean, April showers bring May flowers. Golden showers bring May flowers. Ugh, I golden don't know. showers on the May flower. Oh, I stayed at the May flower in D.C. this weekend, and then I did a party there. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Um, Orion's story, um, is, I think, is, did she borrow that wig for the borrowed blessings? I love this hair. I was thinking that I have hair just like it, and I think this is, yeah, I think this is one of the best looks Orion has laid down on this runway, but Mm. I do have one complaint. You Mm. know the little seam in the front of the tights that she has rhinestoned? Like... Is it a garter thing? No, it's like in the very front, under the garter, before the panty. It's like the seam of the tights. She put rhinestones over it. And I just, I feel like that's drawing more attention to the seam. Mm. Because it's not completely encrusted with them. You know what I mean? She looks pretty. She looks sexy. Is it giving you spring? Uh, Easter. If if I saw this out of context, would I say, oh, so spring-like. You see that no. seam right there now? Oh, right in the very front, like from yeah. her belly button down in the center. Yeah. I see. Okay. Maybe she, maybe she just had a baby, though, and then that's, you know, that stretch mark that the girls get. Why not? She just had a drag baby. Um, I think she should have had an Easter basket or some prop or something to really sell the spring. Um, yeah. Because I'm not sprung. Right. It could have been taken further and elevated, but no one can say that she doesn't look, you know, sexy and beautiful. Because she really does. Um, Ugh. Willow Pill, <laughs> the what house a delight. boots. She is a yeah. fucking delight. A good shoe, a good dress. I'm sure she made this. The house that opens up. Yes. It's, it's something that we haven't seen. And then the, the thing on the back, which just makes you scared of her, but also go, oh, okay, she's fucked up. Yeah, um, totally. It's so funny and perfect. This is top marks for sure. It, first of all, the look is extremely spring-like. Uh, even without the house. And the house is just a great cherry on top. It's not, this look isn't relying on the house. The house is just fucking extra gravy on the fucking potatoes. The house is my favorite thing in the lip sync when Willow's like bopping in the back and the house is just bopping. It's so (laughs) funny. If this house is a rocking. Diabetti is giving um, a coral butterfly spring moment. The doors Asia O'Hara opened. I don't know if this is giving me spring. The doors Laganja Estranja opened. Butterfly look. Um, it's no well, that's the thing. It's not exactly giving spring, but she looks cool as fuck. Yeah, I wish there were butterflies on wire around her that she was actually swatting at. Right. It could have gone that. It could have gone that way. I mean, I could I could definitely the- see that working with that look. The makeup's cool. Um, yeah, something she's different. Turning something with the makeup. Got a little bus driver sure. on. Uh, Lady yes. Camdon. 
Yes, um, she's spilling tea. She's uh, spilling tea. <laughs> she made all this herself, and it's made out of chicken wire, and it was like she pushed it into the side of her suitcase and then packed everything else in it. And the teacup wow. is also chicken wire, so it could be like molded. That's nice. how she got it there. Mm-hmm. Podcasting. It's very impressive. And the turning over and the tea coming out of the top is just, uh, yeah, again, it's a it's a little surprise. It's a little, like, treat. I really like this. So Lady Camden is our tea girl of the week. Yeah, she is the tea girl. Mm-hmm. Basco! Sure. Basco! 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 <laughs> this is um, a rain cloud moment into a bright, sunshiny day. Um, it's yes. flawlessly executed. It's giving me Sasha Valor's little sister. Um, and okay. not, not mad at it. What about you? Not mad at all. I thought this was really clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you love a good surprise. And she tells the whole story of spring. It starts with rain and it turns to sun. I mean, lovely. Mm-hmm. And then we got Bonus our first off girls. Bonus, because we get to see the the three first off girls. Mm-hmm. Our plus prima donnas. Uh, Tempest has on. Tempest is giving. Um, is giving uh, Starina. Starina Zaza. For, <laughs> Starina for from sure. The cage. Um, does she have a muff? Is there a muff? <gasps> Don't she look should. at me like that. I didn't kill him. He died and left me everything. <laughs> it needs the muff, but I do enjoy it. It's got one of those swags that the girls from Agrabah Airlines wears. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not mad at it. She looks beautiful. How and pissed it, would you be if they were like, oh, by the way, um, bring a look. Okay, yeah, whatever you want. Oh, by the way, all the other girls are in spring looks. Go ahead. You're on. This is because this is the least. It's not spring at all. I don't think Tempest would give a fuck, honestly, because the way she, the way she, um, she manhandled that workroom and said, "These are the things I'm known for. This is what yeah. you have to work with." Blah 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 blah. She gave them beat points and she said, "This is how we're doing it." And she said, yes. "I'm wearing leopard. I'm a fucking drag queen, and my bird's gone." Honey, everything must be. Mm-hmm. Um, James Mansfield, I, come on, lovely. I love this. This I is a thought- reference to a film. Yeah, um, Shirley MacLaine, What a Way to Go, yes. which is this movie where she has this great fashion montage. It's amazing. Look it up. All these wigs and outfits. Um, I thought that her hair was going to do the thing where the front pulls down and then there's a cup inside or something. Oh, okay. Because it looks very that. She she looks great. She, she looks really great. And Miss I'm, Piggy on top of a cake, just having a great time. Love I'm it. I'm so glad that James is getting this moment to be like back on Drag Race because her career has really blossomed and she's on a really exciting journey right now. So I love, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamora, now this, the room fucking, the room lost their minds. Honey, the way, the way the veil just floats and the way that they, Honey. they slowed it down. It feels like they filmed it in in slow-mo and then sped it up because it just floats. And then there was like a little bit of wind at the end of the runway. And seeing RuPaul's mouth just go, oh. Mama. Baby. Oh. Sweetie. Uh, Mackie. Do you know the the Made in Manhattan coral dress that she wears, J-Lo? It's like a coral strapless dress. It's kind of the same shape without the keyhole or the the neckline, but it's Mm. like a hero dress and it's from one of Bob Mackey's last collections, uh, Runway. And this is the same thing in green, and it is gorgeous. 
unacceptably gorgeous. The so face beautiful. is beat. The one spit curled. The everything. She's yeah. she just stole the runway in like the simplest dress. She did. That Absolutely. was the, you, oh, I just can't. We're gonna need to take a break. Work, Kamora. Bye. Smack it all. Well, we get back and we get to watch the PSAs. I thought this was really charming. Um, Some of them had some laughs. Some of them didn't. And at the end, we see uh, Sarah McLaughlin in a cameo. Mm -hmm. And she she says, this is disgusting and not approved. Or what does she say? (laughs) She said, this is wrong on so many levels. Well, I mean, it's not as wrong as her name is spelled here. M C G H L A U G H I N. Please leave me alone. <laughs> McGlaffin. Mc Sarah McNick McLaughlin. What is her last name? McLaughlin. Wait, McLaughlin. Oh yeah. Uh, Nick's nickname and name on Twitter is Sarah Nick Laughlin, so it that has permanently replaced. Sarah McLaughlin. The safe dolls are Carrie Colbina, <laughs> Deja Skytina, Maddie Morphosistina, Diabetica. Uh-huh. The judges have some stuff to say. They love her updo for George. My name is a judge, and I have something to say. You know every kiss begins with a K. <laughs> updo. Uh. Um, RuPaul wants to know why Georges wasn't wearing lashes in the video. And, <laughs> and Georges is like, she, she has an, an excuse that makes sense to her. But RuPaul's like, this is a drag show. Yeah. RuPaul's right. And I don't say that a lot. I wore lashes for Buffalo Bill. I'm just saying that. But Barnyard Buddies, I was at least wearing eyelashes. Uh, Angeria, you know, they say there's some fit issues, but her jokes landed well in the skit, and, Mm -hmm. uh, she did good. Jasmine is told that her acting was stiff, and she couldn't break out of her poetic cadence. Um, phenomenal woman. Uh, but everyone is peeing for her on the runway. They're peeing! They put down weepy pads, I think. Um, uh, Which I don't get, because it's not spring, it's Poison Ivy. Okay. Poison Poison Ivy cousin. I'm wearing rubber lips, so your poison venom didn't affect me. Um, all right, it's for that Batman movie with Chris O'Donnell and Uma Thurman, and um, she has she's like, I kissed you, and I have venom on my lip gloss, and then he's like, then he peels off his lips, and he's wearing rubber lips to protect. Him. See, I don't like dental dams. <laughs> Dental. Damn, she looks good. Uh, Orion's Orion? story. Uh, R- Michelle is like, D- your way of speaking, it has no energy or something. Like, just really quite eviscerating. Really mean. Yeah. Um, I, Ru- RuPaul assumes that everybody has the same impetus to do drag that she does, which is mm-hmm. where's the other self, the performative other self that is the drive to do drag. Not everybody has that. Some girls just want to look pretty and put on dresses. And sure. maybe that's and that's fine. Maybe that's Orion to some degree. Who knows? But like, this is a show where performing does matter. So you should at least slap on a little bit of um, a little bit of the the Vivalence dance. 
and give her some energy. Right. Uh, Lady Comden, uh, they love the look, the tea, the tea girl, teacup moment. Um, and they all loved her acting in the skit. And I really loved her acting in the skit. I thought she was very sincere. Uh, mm-hmm. and really, and her accent didn't fucking hurt. I'll tell you that much. Do you it take really milk helped. with your tea? <laughs> One lump or two? Um, Bosco is told her performance was more spoken word than sing-songy. <laughs> and Ross thinks that Bosco is a dangerous performer and he's intrigued by that. Um, I love that she she says her dress is about uh, a seasonal depression act in Seattle. Yeah, for um, sure. That's what a funny what a funny way of, you know, making an outfit. No, um, we are not saying lady comed in. We just say words wrong for fun. In. It's what we do. How, why would we say such a thing about our sister, Lady Comden? I'm saying Comden. Comed, lady Comden. Like in England. Yeah, we're English. We do English United accents. Kingdom. Uh, why would you say we're calling our sister a Comdum? I'm just asking a question. <sighs> um, and Bosco is deemed the winner, winning $5,000. Now, do you think this is a controversial win for Bosco? Um, I think that it should have been a team win, but Bosco was kind of directing and maybe they saw that. So they gave it to him. But like, I thought I didn't see Bosco do anything in the PSA that made me go, oh, she won. But I did see a good performance. I will say that. Um, But I also saw the same level of performance manship from Lady Calm Down and um, Angeria. But like, you know. Yeah, looked, Bosco's runway was really beautiful. It had a reveal. It did something different than all the other runways did, and I think that, in addition to her good performance in the challenge, gave her the win. I think the fact that she took the role as director really put it over the top. But based on just the performance and the writing of the of the jokes, I thought that other people did stronger in there. I thought it could have been Camden, but. This might be a case of we're trying to light a fire under Lady Camden. And so Mm -hmm. we're like, no, you're not going to win. We're going to give it to this other girl because she is at she at least has like a fucking fire and an edge. So I think it'll be motivating for Lady Camden. And look, she does her eyebrows weird. Let's let her win. (laughs) Can we do that as bonus content? Try to do it because I like look at it and I'm like. It looks like you would just do it, but it's it would be fucking hard to do that eyebrow. It's kind of like a tribal tat, and we should do it. Um, okay. I feel like we, if we assign each other different things from other people's faces, like... We a, could do a, diabetes. We could face. do a diabetes eye, an Orion eyebrow, um, a Carrie Bosco Colby... Eyebrow. a Car- Yeah, a Carrie Colby lip from her Orchid runway. Mm. Also, Carrie Colby's styling for her look on on the Instagram of the look after is 100% different than this runway look. She's like, I'm going to have braids, I'm going to be naked, and I'm going to be beautiful. <laughs> little um, bit. So, little bit Carrie, different. girl. We applaud you. You look great. Lovely. <laughs> Bosco is deemed the winner, winning $5,000. Mm-hmm. They the have a lot girls. of money in the budget because the girls on UK versus the world don't get jack shit. <laughs> anyway, um, Safe Dolls Lady Comden 
uh, Angeria and Jasmine Ketamine. Um, <laughs> and the bottom two are Orion's Story and Georgia's. And the lip sync song is My Head, My Heart by Ava Max. Get, give her her props. Put respect on her name for this song alone, which this is a great, great reference and a great um, addition to the reference. And it's got an original, it's got a song that drag queens still do. It goes around the world. That sample. Yes. Like, to so have a sample of a great drag song in another great drag song. Yeah. It's like drag on drag. Put respect and on her name. Once Georgia's put her hands up and was hitting that beat while she was taking off that outfit, I was like, was oh, Miss Lady is about, I mean, I hope, well, you know. It's over. It was over. Um, the, but uh, then when they the after Lita they the Brown meme. Well, <laughs> well, it's over. It's over. <laughs> My the part that was the most when when your when your mouth is still open from Georgia's already hitting it in the first verse and chorus, <laughs> and then they cut to Orion and the wig has slipped, and you're like, oh, that happens. Like sometimes. you know exactly what's happening, and you're just yeah. like, we know where this is going, and it's just a massacre. It's it's a yeah. massacre. It's not a murder. It's a massacre. Uh, and then she kicks her shoes off. She wants to kick off her heels and dance. And Jasmine said, um, didn't we already cover this with uh, Miss June? It's like, yes, Jasmine. And we also covered it in season four through 12. The you doors do that season four opened. Because didn't I mean, you guys get scolded by RuPaul? And she told she- us to keep our fucking wigs on and our shoes. <laughs> She told and us. that's when it stopped. But see, this is why you have to learn No, from it didn't stop. It didn't stop. You have still learn kicked off the... her shoes and she stayed. Well, they're still kicking off shoes on season 14. Well, they're not pinning their wigs in right either. Can I talk to you? Because this weekend I worked with a fucking Davenport. I was with Kennedy in D.C. Oh. Uh-huh. And the girls were talking and she's like, baby, I don't use glue. But I'm, I've been doing drag since before glue. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have glue when I started. We knew how to pin in our hair. And then Jasmine, systems. <laughs> Jasmine, uh, Jasmine uh, Rice LaBeja or LaBeja Rice said uh, to Kennedy, she's like, I like your, your auntie wig. And Kennedy said, this is not an auntie wig. This is a shake and go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was great. But this is one of those things where Orion did not have a chance from the start. Yeah. Uh, and then when her dreams are dashed and her hopes have been shattered, none of the girls she has were ba- to in the back. fumble with a chocolate bar. But why? Why didn't any of the girls in the back at any point when she turned up stage go, "Hey, girl!" Like just the the little thing at the temples where the girls know that you need to pull the wig down. You they were all just attention. too into Georgia's Willow with her house bop. Yeah, they uh, were all living. It was. It was. Um, it was fun. It was. Funny for the wrong reasons, and I feel bad because Orion's my sister now, but I'm allowed to laugh at her. Right? And you know what? She took it in stride. Her She didn't have the golden bar, just so everyone knows. She didn't have the golden chocolate bar, just in case you were wondering. She didn't have the golden chocolate bar. Uh, but she leaves with a smile on her face because she's like, honey, I did this already. Bye. <laughs> she really did. And it's nice that she gets two exits. This one's... Um, this one's nice. She looks pretty. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? Looking pretty um, Some bobby out. pins? That's what you could ask oh. for. Um, I have a piece of Intel. We're going to talk about Untucked briefly. Did you watch Untucked? Yes. 
Cornbread, we see her pink tulle dress. Do you know who that's from? That's from Sadie Pines. Sadie oh, yeah. Pines. Yeah, yes, Sadie that's Pines. a Sadie piece. Um, so shout out to friend of the pod, Sadie Pines. We love you, doll. Mm-hmm. Um, what stood out for you in this Untucked? Um, just the girls who you didn't are... watch it, did you? No, the girls who are safe but are constantly like, oh my God, I want feedback. It's like, just be happy being safe. They're getting through all the girls that were the, the ones that are going to go home first. Just be happy. That means they're concentrating on, on you later. They see, they see like, um, they see potential in you. So yeah. Just sit down and wait your turn, Daya, in the back. Stop crying now, about being safe. I she was one of those she girls. She just wants to know what to do. I was one of those girls that I on Drag Race season five. I was critiqued almost every single time, and so the one episode where I wasn't, I was like, "What is this? What is this untucked?" bar like because we went to the different bar i was like what is this what is this world back here because i was shit for untucked i mean i just sat there and said nothing so they never put me in it but um i understand the girls wanting to get some feedback to not even get to stand there and at least be told like you're gutter and fix it i understand i I mean in this industry you're not going to get feedback much and you can ask for it but like you just have to be okay with a no or an okay with a you were good but you're not it for today ask delta work for feedback she'll give it to you oh she will she will tell on a mountain um uh, what was your favorite part of untucked let's see i also like james saying maybe y'all aren't funny this is really where the James Mansfield villain edit kicks into high gear. And good for her. I mean, why not? She's a make, little cunty. Make some television. Good. Good for her. She can be. I, Let her be. I love her. Um, I also love that Georges is lost in her lip sync rehearsal. She is just, no one can tell her nothing. She's like in the mirror giving her everything. And they're like, um, we've all left. We've, everyone has left the room. You need to, you need to go, babe. I thought Deja was spicy. Did you get that vibe off of Deja in Untucked? Oh, yeah. When she said, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Cornbread has left the competition and Deja has stepped in as like the moderator of like Untucked. She was like, she was hosting the whole show. She was like, okay, are you ready to speak? She okay, said, let us know what you think. It's your turn now, babe. She said, Deja, do you think this look gives spring? Or she said, Orion, do you think this look gives spring? And she said, yes. And Deja said, okay, live for your fantasy. <laughs> Which is basically saying, oh, you're stupid. <laughs> live you're for stupid. Your you're autumn. Ew. Live for autumn your bunny. fantasy, love. Goodbye. Uh, well, we're oh. living for your fantasy. And this episode has been so cutesy and ditzy. I'm living we, for the lip sync we, with Georges. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for joining us for Rage Chaser this week. I'm Willem. And I'm the Ditsy Doll, alas. And I'm the Pastel Penis. We'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to us and take a moment. Just take a moment. Leave us a rating to five stars for five stars. That's right. And you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. Our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our Mom Podcasts account is at Mom Podcasts. Plus, we have bonus content available at Patreon.com slash Willem. That's right. And you can search for Race Chaser content on there. We have some new stuff on the Patreon right now. You can search the hashtag Race Chaser or just scroll down and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. And email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with anything pertinent or perky. 
Yeah, perky and pertinent dolls. And we look forward to seeing you all next week for some more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. That's right. So please throw some money at these busted ass pigs. And we'll see you next week. Oh, did you take the break off? Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a forever dog podcast hosted by Alaska Thunder fucking Willem. Produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck.